Another NHL season in the books, everybody, and in historic and convincing fashion. And on today's episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, Steele and I are here to pick up all the pieces, baby, including a little look ahead into next season's cup favorite, breaking down the Vegas odds, and a whole lot more. Thank you for joining us for Thursday's episode. Let's get right to it. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hockey fans rejoice, especially south of the border. The Vegas Golden Knights are the new Stanley Cup champions for the first time in franchise history. And welcome back inside the lab for the Thursday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Make sure you head out there and download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Steel, we're going to talk all about the Vegas Golden Knights. We're going to talk a little bit about the Florida Panthers. Some major injuries, they fall just short. And maybe not just short, because this was a convincing win for the Vegas Golden Knights, really flexing their muscle here in the finale. And at the end of the day, there's some different areas you and I want to shine a light on. The front office, one of them. Yeah. We've talked all about Aiden Hill, but we got to talk about the balanced attack. Marcia So, Barbashev, Eichel. What a deadline ad by the front office for Barbashev. I want to talk a little bit about that. And... Why not a look ahead at next season, Steel? Because you and I are going to be teeing it up all summer long in terms of the fantasy angle. But I want to talk to you a little bit today. Who's got another good shot to run it back next year? Vegas, why not? Let's take a look at that. Why don't we jump right into it, though, my friend? Congratulations. You and I have made it through another season all the way through, baby. I don't know if I'm completely whole. I hope the listeners have enjoyed it. Did you enjoy the finale? Because I think it ended in very fitting fashion for the Vegas Golden Knights, the better team in this series and the best in the NHL. Yeah, the time just ran out on the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights, just pure domination, the entire Stanley Cup finals. Yes, sir. You can't say enough of the group of guys that, again, we're going to talk about ownership uh, as well as the front office, Mm -hmm. but you can't just speak in, uh, you can't speak enough of how well this team just came together in, in fruition style. Six years, seven years in the making of when this first of this team coming into the league, they've been in the playoffs every single year except for last year, and then finally right. get it done. You know, look, they made it to a, they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals prior against the Washington Capitals, mm-hmm. and they were the one oh, yeah. that were on the opposite end of this. They lost in five games. It was the reverse sweep from the Washington Capitals after Vegas won game one. And now yes. the Vegas Golden Knights are the team to win the Stanley Cup Finals. And what a location to actually win it in, too. Again, you and I were talking about this the other day. Right. I can't exactly remember how many teams the last five, six, even seven years have won at on-home ice. But what happens in Vegas, it stays in Vegas here. Game five at T-Mobile Arena and just absolutely electric. The strip was you couldn't even see past everybody. There were so many people mm-hmm. outside the arena. The fans mm-hmm. were going absolutely nuts inside the building. And, of course, just the look on everybody's face. Jonathan Marcheseau, Zach Whitecloud, Aiden Hill, Mark Stone, all the guys. Even Jack Eichel just losing it on the bench. So, 
you got to feel yeah. so happy for a lot of those guys because again when this when this club first got started they had the, the the team name the misfits the toys that didn't want to be played with yes sir. and they win the stanley yes, cup sir. after six years in the league just at the end of the day steel there are a lot of different narratives in sports especially when it comes to new ones vegas hockey south of the border in general especially that far south is something that maybe not everyone wants to get on board with, especially north of the border. You know, traditional Canadian hockey fans can be very stubborn, but this is just good for the game. And this yeah. is a Disney-like moment. Foley, McPhee, McCrimmon, they all deserve so much credit in the front office. I want to shine a little bit of love to that because we have mm -hmm. talked about it before. The stone trade, even, you know, peripheral moves like getting White Cloud. How about how they went about getting Petrangelo? How about filling in all the holes in the crease? How about the deadline move of acquiring Barbashev? How about kicking it off and not only getting one player from each expansion team, getting or for their expansion draft, getting multiple players from a, multi, a couple of different teams because of the way they wheeled and dealed. Up front, I've never seen a masterclass like this from ownership, from the yeah. presidency, from the GM, they're working together like maestros and they need a little hat off stick tap. Number one from me. And number mm -hmm. two, I just need to say a reel off a couple of stats real quick. If you're okay with this, <clears throat> excuse me, because I think what happens in Vegas might not be staying in Vegas because of how good of a story <laughs> this, how good of a story this is. Jonathan Marcheseau first undrafted player to win the cons mice since Wayne. Yeah. What are we talking about here, Steele? The fastest expansion team to a cup. Their sixth season. Mark Stone. First hat trick in a cup final since Peter Forsberg in 1996. Just a really fun way to finish it. If you're a Vegas Golden Knight fan last night, impressive fashion. But maybe why don't we shift gears to a second in a second to what happened to the Florida Panthers if you're ready to yeah. go there. Is there any uh, anything else you want to talk about? This Vegas well, team, maybe the front yeah, office. Yeah, re real quick on, on the ownership and the management yeah, in front office. You know, you go back to Vegas owner Bill Foley and what he said. Yes. Back in 2016, the Vegas Golden Knights would be a Stanley Cup contending team in three years, and they'll win a cup in six years, and he hit it right on the nail. They win the cup in six years. Again, you can't express the happiness and the gratitude that you that this ownership and this management has and all for all of the players and again there's obviously some issues or things that have happened over the last two years about mm -hmm. you can put it you know people have questioned the loyalty of the management and the ownership because of the Mark Andre Fleury trade of the of the Max Pacioretty trade because of maybe not being yeah. loyal to those guys but mm. everyone understands that it's a business sometimes you have to make those deals to make your team better they made the team better and they won the Stanley Cup. So again, full, full, uh, full gratitude and congratulations to Bill Foley, the management, and all mm. the players that won the Stanley Cup finals or the Stanley Cup this season. It's just also kind of awesome. And I know this is something that's been, you know, this is not a new narrative and not something that, you know, we're just kicking off here. Marcia So and Riley Smith can, you know, complete write-offs from the team that they end up beating. Yeah. You know, really very ironic. But what's perhaps the most interesting, and then we can head to other topics. Marcia so through the first seven games has zero goals through his final 13 games. He has 13 or 15 games, 13 goals and 10 assists for 23 points, <laughs> finishing with 25 points. Total steal. This is just one of those things that 
And you know I was wrong about this Vegas Golden Knights team throughout the season with regularity, including my prediction for this Stanley Cup final. I took Panthers in seven if I want to run the tape back. So I'll be on the, on the, on the hook here for a bunch of bad predictions with this Vegas Golden Knights team. But what I wanted to say very quickly is, looking at their lineup for next season, I think, why not run it back? Why not run it back? All the key pieces are there. And now I think you'll agree with me on this take. The confidence and chemistry of the top six, especially if you get Barbashev back on a good price because he is a UFA. Yeah. A UFA. Eichel, I think, is ready to take this team. I, I don't want to say repeat cup champs, but if they put the right pieces around Stone and Eichel steel, they're mm-hmm. not going to be better, many better top six forward groups in the NHL. And that's something that I've been trying to say the last year and have been saying the last year is Eichel being in Vegas now, he doesn't have to be that superstar where he has all the pressure on his shoulders. He doesn't have that anymore because of the talent he's surrounded by. And again, moving into next year, I think you're exactly right. Jack Eichel is going to take another step and another step and bring back his resume and that elite status of being a superstar in this league. I think he's back. I he's, think back, he's back, baby. He is back. back, and I've been saying that for the last little while. You have. But again, to what you're, what you said, this is a stepping stone for the Vegas Golden Knights. Just running it back with this exact team, I wouldn't be, yeah. I would not be afraid if they did that whatsoever. Run it back yeah. with the guys that won right. it for you this past season. But what I'm trying to say is, Jack yeah. Eichel is at superstar level right now, but he's got those guys surrounded around. Uh, he's got those guys around him to facilitate as well. So he doesn't have all that pressure anymore. He's happy. He's excited. He said this was his favorite year playing hockey. And obviously because oh, he's yeah, now it is. I wonder why. Yeah, now again, it is. Look, he, 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 he was the guy that was a superstar in this league and had a serious injury. He wanted to be back on the ice. He was in a very difficult situation with the Buffalo Sabres. I'm not trying to knock them. They were a bad team, maybe not for long, but they were a bad oh, team. Not anymore, they, yeah. weren't, they weren't allowing him to get the surgery he wanted. He gets traded to the cup winning team and <laughs> couldn't be happier for the guy. I just, I could not be happier for Jack Eichel. He wins the Stanley cup and he's going right. to try to run it back and run it back many, many times with the Vegas golden Knights. And I think really the only real question marks lie with Barbashev because he was so key. You're going to have to try and get him back under a good contract. And, you know, he's going to be getting a bump in pay because of how solid he was both after the deadline and all throughout the playoffs. A couple of question marks and decisions to be made in net. Uh, And if Robin Leonard is healthy and back, uh, maybe they just do that in Thompson and they have to let Hill go and Broussard. But do you really want to let the guy go who just brought you to the cup? These are some of the interesting angles that Steele and I will continue to break down all offseason long. We are going to have the mock drafts, rankings, everything you need to rule your fantasy pool. But I got to talk about our friends at game time. Before we get to the Florida Panthers, some injuries, some of the cup odds for next season, you got to go out there and holler at our friends from game time. Today's episode is sponsored by the game time app. You don't want to be stressed out when you're going to buy tickets for your favorite events, and it should never be stressful. With Game Time, it's fast and easy to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And with killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and get hyped for the fun you should be having at all of your events. And forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on the tickets 
you want right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Make sure with the game time guarantee, you always get the best price and you'll find tickets. If you do in the same section or row for less, they'll credit you with 110% of the difference. Download the game time app today. Create a account and use code locked on NHL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account. Redeem code locked on NHL for 20 bucks off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget, we are free and available on your favorite podcast platform, including YouTube. So make sure you hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. We appreciate all the love and support you show us every single day mm-hmm. on the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Your team every single day. And the team that unfortunately lost the Stanley Cup this year, <laughs> the Florida Panthers. Yeah, It might seem, though, that they might lose some players for next season as well as some stories and some injuries Crazy. are coming out. I didn't Crazy. think I would be hearing about the injuries as soon as we did right after uh, the after the Stanley Cup was over. Uh, game five, Paul Maurice in the postgame conference just listing off a few injuries from some of his top players. Matthew yeah. Kachuk being one of them. Obviously, he was absent in game five. Aaron Ekblad playing through major injuries not just one not two not three but four different Mm. injuries for Aaron Ekblad so two guys that suffered a lot in the finals and maybe could be out for the first few months of next season as well Steel, just some of these and look you and I are obvious hockey heads and we're biased about the sport that we watch but we watch a lot of different sports but please don't ever come in my kitchen and talk about who is the toughest athlete I might be here for the UFC, man's because I know you know how rugged those guys yeah. are. But please don't ever tell me that hockey players are not warriors. Florida Panthers defenseman Aaron Ekblad, quote, broke his foot in the first round. They made it to the final steal. That's he insane. played six weeks and walked around playing hockey with a broken foot. This isn't 1940. My man had to play through the pain dislocated his shoulder twice and tore his oblique how was he even i'm not even talking about playing minutes how was he even in gear standing on the ice you and i know how tough it is to skate in an injury how was he even physically able to stand on the ice that's crazy i don't understand look if i had a broken foot you would not catch me i am the most dramatic man out here I would have someone carrying me around. I would have a 100%. wheelchair wheeling around. There's no way you would catch me walking around, even if no. I had a walking boot on. So no. Aaron Ekblad, just an absolute um, beast. Sorry. So. Yeah, I can catch a, a Alex Petrangelo <laughs> slapper off my busted, uh, busted paw. <laughs> Absolutely not. But look, at the end of the day, what Paul Maurice said about his group, you know, Radko Gudis has a high ankle sprain. Um, other guys are banged up. Matthew Kuchuk has a cracked sternum. Yeah. After the hit, well, who's, who laid him out, by the way? Because that was a huge... Colasar. I, I don't know if that was the play where it happened. It, it but... looked like it, but yeah, we're speculating there. But anyway, yeah. this is... Uh, and more more to reflect on Florida in general and to rain back in here because that's just craziness. And he was pretty effective for the most part, Steele. Holy crow. Hats off to Aaron Ekblad. And 
I don't know what that means for his fantasy value next season, if yeah. anything, because of what you said about him. We don't know when he's going to return. Unfortunately, when I want to say it helps his fantasy value, it hurts it because I don't want to draft the guy. We know he's been out with injury before. Yeah. So unfortunately, hats off to him, but be wary about where you're taking Ekblad. Number two, this Florida Panthers team, to quote the coach, they were fighting out of their weight class. Again, to tie it back to the UFC one time, <laughs> they were punching out of their weight class. Yeah. They take on the best regular season team in history. And look, I'm not here to poo-poo on anything, but it caught up with them and one team has to lose, don't they, Steele? And this is mm -hmm. maybe a bit of uh, stuff that our fans out there who are listening uh, understand, but at the end of it all, Vegas was the much better team. And when you have the injuries that these guys have, hats off to playing through it, it's yeah. going to catch up to you. It caught up to them. Vegas dominates game five, and they are the deserving champs. It definitely caught up to them. And I think what really caught up to them was Sergei Bobrovsky as well. I think it just – Good point. By, by game four, it, it was pretty much over. You know, he, he was – again, he was pretty much the reason why they got the one win they did in the Stanley Cup Finals. He took over game three, made some incredible saves, but it was just too much. Even when you go back to the Carolina Hurricane series, you go back to the Maple Leaf series, the Florida Panthers offensive group, they were playing physical, they were playing fast, and they were great defensively, but they weren't scoring a ton of goals. So when you look True. at the team in general... Struggling on the power at, play, right? They were struggling on the power play. Yeah, yep. power play and just the offensiveness, five mm -hmm. on five, even, even strength. They just weren't mm -hmm. capitalizing. It was really the defensive and Sergey Bobrovsky that got them this far. You 100%. look at the Stanley Cup Finals. I saw a tweet of... Uh, Today or yesterday, I, I can't remember who tweeted it out. But if you look at Alexander Barkov, and we love Barkov. He's a fantastic player. One of the – always a top three in Selkie finalists voting as well. Yep. He, is a, he is a very, very strong talent in the NHL. But when you look at Barkov, two points in five games in the Stanley Cup Finals, a minus two. Two, mm. of, those, two of those points came in game four, and they still lost that. So he has zero mm. points in game one, yep. two, three, or yep. five. If that was, again, this is a tweet I saw, but if you're comparing, if that was Austin Matthews' stat line in the Stanley Cup Finals and they lost in this fashion, mm. everyone would be tweeting and everyone would be furious with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Barkov didn't show up. Sam mm. Reinhardt didn't show up. Bennett didn't show up in the Finals. They were showing up in the second and third and first round. Yep. But when it mattered most, oh, yeah. again, the injuries no. played a factor, but they didn't show up in the Finals. No, it, the, all those things are true. I, I don't know if I'm fully here for your, even though it is true what you're saying. I don't know. Uh, just, yeah. Anyway, I don't think I want to go down the Toronto Maple Leafs pass deal is what I'm honestly trying to get at. I'm here for the comparison you're trying to make. I just, I need another couple of weeks before we get into that barrel of monkey situation. But lastly, before we move off this, and I'd like to finish the show with the odds. Actually, you know what? Take us to break and I'll, I'll hit you with my final take on this cup series and we'll run down some of our odds and some of our early favorites for the cup. Why not? Yeah. I got a few favorites that I'm looking at for next season. I can't believe I think you're going to like is, some of mine. I, I can't believe where Vegas is placed right now after a day after winning the Stanley cup, uh, <laughs> being the champions of the NHL, but we will get to those Stanley cup odds, early odds for next season. This episode is brought to you by our boys at bird dogs. Cannot get enough of the bird dogs. They are the comfiest and they are the comfiest pair of pants or shorts you will ever put on. I can't stress this enough how comfy the shorts are. 
I'm wearing a pair every other day and constantly trying to grab some more because they are set for versatility and comfort. They even make me look better, which I didn't think was possible, but they bring me to an hey, extra level that I hey. didn't think I could get to. Again, Gemini built, season. Gemini season out here is for the bird dog summertime. They're built for comfort and for versatility. They give you the freedom to wear pants for any type of occasion, a day on the golf course, a casual date with your partner, even mm -hmm. for many physical activities like going for a hike, going to the gym, or some boxing classes, which I've been doing recently. But really, the game changer the built-in liners. They just change the absolute energy you have walking around in those bird dogs. And they have a variety of different styles. Khaki shorts, Oxford shorts, bathing suits, joggers, khakis, and of course, gym shorts as well. So go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL. And when you enter the promo code LockedOnNHL, they'll even throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with, your, with every single order you place. Again, bird dogs cannot stress enough how comfy and good you'll all be looking this summer mm. with a pair of shorts from bird dogs. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget, we are free. We are available on your favorite podcast platform, including YouTube. We are almost at a hundred or sorry, we are almost at <laughs> 850 subscribers. We're trying to get to a thousand. Make sure you hit the subscribe, share with your friends and family. You want all the advice for your fantasy hockey team next season. We have got, we're breaking it down all mm -hmm. this summer long. Mm -hmm. Flip and I have got everything you need, including early, early, early Stanley Cup odds for next the season. The earliest, we're, baby. The earliest you could imagine. If we're talking about the we're talking about the day after Vegas mm -hmm. is hoisting the cup hey, already. We're we looking have to. for next year. We're looking for next year because this is where you can make some money. It's it's so true, Steele, and this is how you know I'm a degenerate because just looking at this board gets me <laughs> excited, and you know how many different predictions and crazy things I like to throw around, and for the most part, you and I, week to week, we stack some money, but we throw out some incorrect picks too. That's just the nature right. of, hey, we have to cover every single team almost every single week, so that's just how we do, but at the end of the day, all I wanted to say about this season and about this Stanley Cup champion before we get to the odds is the NHL is in a new era. We mentioned the changing of the guard. We mentioned Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin not being a part of the Stanley Cup playoffs this season in general. Also, kind of funny, they released the stats the other day about jersey sales. Number one, <laughs> Alex Ovechkin. Number two, Sidney Crosby. How about number three, Mr. Jack Hughes? Anyway, Ooh. just a little bit of one of those moments, deal that in yeah. time. And you know me as a little bit of an older cat. You know, men's are in their dad joke days over here a little bit. But I think we're seeing a changing of the guard. And I think what is most important for fantasy hockey fans and listeners out there is when the game changes, you need to change your approach to how you're looking at your squad and how you're looking at your drafts. And Steele and I will be here all summer long with the guests, with the insight, and with the analysis to make sure – we're not just talking about it. We're going to show you what we mean, and we're going to break it all down because mans aren't coming in last place again in this listener league steal. <laughs> and I'm really, really excited to expand that with our listeners. And with the end of the season here, I just got to throw a shout out to you, my friend, for holding down this show with me now. We're here through our first season and a half. That's our first official season. So much love to you for holding me down and much love to all of our listeners out there, the people who comment who DM, 
who leave us reviews, who drop us the comments on the YouTube episode saying that we've helped them win a little bit of money. You have no idea how much that fires me up, Steel. So much love to all of our listeners out there for sure and to you for holding me down. And, of course, we're going to have some of these bets right here to talk about. I appreciate that, man, and I appreciate you as well. Can't do this show without you. you. All the love and respect to you as well. And, yeah, look, you're the guy I sometimes go to for these bets as well. <laughs> I, I Well, let's talk time, about you know, it. I'm a streaky gambler. I'm a streaky gambler. I, I like I, that. I a few months, you know, I, a couple mm-hmm. weeks here and there, I'm winning some mm-hmm. money, and then there's a few bad weeks in there as well, and I go Always. back to the, to the guru over here <laughs> itself, so – these Stanley Cup odds for next yep. season, though, have got me really, really intrigued. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to, you know, just I'll, I'll list off the top five right now. Go ahead. And I'm very surprised. I'm very surprised that the Vegas Golden Knights aren't even in the top five. I feel like that's a little disrespectful after what they just accomplished. For sure, it's Here, disrespectful. Here's the top five on FanDuel. So yep. it, again, if you're betting, make sure you go to FanDuel. But top five. Number one, Colorado Avalanche, plus 800. Edmonton Oilers, plus 1,100. Toronto Maple Leafs in third at plus 1100. So I guess tied for second. Yep. Boston Bruins and Carolina Hurricane. Sorry, Bruins, Hurricanes, Devils, and Lightning all tied at plus 1300. And yep. then, of course, well, actually, the Vegas Golden Knights are at plus 1300 as well. So there you go. So there we go. There, look. Sometimes, and these odds fluctuate with regularity. They do, very. So very. by the time by the time this episode is out, and you know us, we're always recording a bit early. These could also be different. They won't be much different. And here's my main takeaway, Steele. When you look at, okay, Colorado, Edmonton, Vegas, there's a lot of Eastern Conference teams in the top of this table. Do the Toronto Maple Leafs deserve to be there? I don't think so. But where I'm seeing value steal lies a little bit outside of those top few teams. And the it first does. team, the first team that jumped to the top of my page for value anyway, we'll talk about like if I were to pick a winner, let's get there in a sec. Plus 1700, the Dallas Stars mm-hmm. were my number one target. And look, I think we talked about at length the issues that this team has had to deal with because of the big contracts. Yeah, to Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben. I think this year, with some of the pieces that they saw grow in value around this team, the front office now and the GM's name is escaping me, and it's really bothering. Is it Jim Nil? I think Jim Nil in Dallas has some pieces to work with here. Dallas is a team steal that I'm keeping my eye on because I think they're going to make some noise in this offseason. I know the salary cap is what it is, but plus seventeen hundred. That was the first one that jumped off the page for me. I think you already know where I was going with my first one, and it was outside the top five as well. well the one that jumped off the page immediately, New York Rangers at plus 1,500, yep. right above the Dallas Stars. Good one. You know I'm love. You know i a huge blue shirt fan over here. I love the Rangers. I'm How about a Stars-Rangers final, baby? That would be absolutely incredible. I'd be very go. down for that as well. I but could you, see again, it, though. We just had John Chick on our, on the podcast yep. a few episodes ago. Yep. And again, I'm very excited to see what the Rangers do this offseason. They've already hired their new coach mm-hmm. in Peter Laviolette. Yep. I'm really hoping that maybe him himself as well as the assistant coaches and just the guys in the room mm-hmm. can get Alexi Lafreniere, Philip Heedle, and Capo Caco Caco to right. that next level of their game. They're 20 they're 21 22 and 23 right now they're at that point 
Two of them are uh, UFAs or RF- uh, yeah, two of them are RFAs this offseason as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see mm-hmm. the type of contract that Lafreniere gets. So off the jump, New York Rangers at plus 1500. And I'm not trying to be biased when I say this. Oh, here he goes. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. Not, I was waiting for it. I'm not trying to be biased. But plus 3200 Minnesota yeah, Wild. Is that yeah, Minnesota Wild go. at plus yeah. 3200? I'm not trying to be biased, but <laughs> that is a team that again they have one or they have one superstar in Kirill Kaprizov. The other guys are on their way up, like Matt Boldy and a few others, like a guys, a few guys on the blue line, and even Philip Gustafson in the crease. I'm not saying they're there quite yet, but I'm not afraid to throw $20, even no. maybe $30 no. on a 3,200 bet for the Minnesota Wild, a team that will physically and willy, like have the mental will to mm. just get to exactly what the Florida Panthers sort of did this year is what I can okay. see next year for the Minnesota Wild. The reason why I don't even want to do because like my gut instinct wants to chirp you because I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> Philip Gustafson, I think, is one of those, and I hate coming on this show because I know some of the people in the leagues I play and want to stick it to me so bad. Philip Gustafson, for me, is going to be one of those really sneaky guys that I think if you can get him in a league where the GMs are sleeping – He's right on the cusp there for me, Steele, as not even a top 10 goalie. I think he has even ability to be a top seven, top five fantasy goalie. I really like that guy's game. Defense in mini is always solid. And at the end of the day, I think you mentioned the one kind of superstar. Kirill, the thrill, the bill has a season that I think he can have. Many yeah. will be right back there in the mix. And the final point why I don't want to trip you is the West is wide open after a couple of teams. And, and sorry to sorry to cut you off, but I don't know Not if we've talked about this or if you've heard about it, but Pierre-Luc Dubois' name has been thrown around with the Minnesota Wild as well as a potential landing destination. So if somehow, if somehow Bill Guerin can – you know, make yeah. something work to get yeah. Pierre-Luc Dubois, hey. I would jump out of my seat with pure joy. And you know, I love me some Bill Guerin action. That guy is oh, a yeah. bulldog in the GM chair. And if <laughs> I were to beast. model, if I were to model myself in the front office after any guy or player, yeah. it would be Mr. Bill Guerin because he seems to be one of those guys that when it heads in negotiation time, you don't even want to look Mr. Billy boy in the eye. He knows how to get so, you. He he's knows so how damn to get intense. <laughs> but here, let me throw one more fun pick at the board because I think if I were making obvious, like couple of 20 bets, Colorado as the favorites makes sense. Mm-hmm. If they get healthy and get some pieces back, they're going to be there. Yep. Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, Rantanen, Elite. Toronto Maple Leafs I'm avoiding with a 10-foot pole. No disrespect. <laughs> you know I'm jumping in on the Edmonton Oilers. Why not? Yeah. And you know who who else I wouldn't mind jumping in on Steel because of how good that young core is? And if they can find a goalie, I'm all in. The Devils, man. Why not? For a couple of bucks, plus 1,300, do I think they should be the favorites? Like right there alongside the Bruins, Knights, and Hurricanes? Maybe not. But I'm in that kind of boat where I don't want to miss out. And yeah. we've seen what this team can do. Anyway, so much excitement around the NHL now. Kudos due to the Vegas Golden Knights, the new Stanley Cup champ steal. I'm hyped for our offseason content. We're going to dial back the episodes, though. We're going to be here a couple less episodes a week, but we will be here all summer long. Yeah, and make sure you're tuning in for tomorrow's episode as well, doing a little off-season review as well. The Ottawa Senators land new ownership off ice. Ottawa Senators land new ownership in Michael and Lauer. 
Alex to bring it again, potential landing destinations. If he is traded, which most likely will, it looks uh, to be that way for to And again, some few other off ice moves, coaching wise, management wise, tune in for tomorrow's episode as we break all of that down. And again, thank you so much for making the locked on fantasy hockey podcast. Your first listen every single day, make sure you're tuning in Monday through Friday, seven o'clock in the morning. Eastern time is when you can find all of our episodes. Subscribe, hit the follow button, and thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there, and we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.